Welcome to another episode of Ran Out of Talent. I'm your host, Joe Zier Jr., and with me is my co-host, Ryan Greeny. How's it going tonight, Ryan? Hey, Joe. Doing pretty well. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. Um, recorded Cauliflower Year podcast earlier today. That was a good one. A little shorter than I would have liked, but it was a good one. So... Yeah, how how have things been going on your end? Have you uh, been working, been biking, any of that stuff? All of the above, yep. Uh, VIX is still under their payroll protection plan deal from the government, so everybody's still working 40 hours a week guaranteed. That's, so that's good. It's pretty cool for all of us. Um, I like it because it keeps my benefits going. Some of the guys would probably rather be at home collecting a few hundred dollars more a week than they're used to. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Well, no, it's been pretty good. Uh, yeah, I haven't done anything RC related because I'm full on bike mode. So I've been building and maintaining trails and jumps and riding bikes and riding a little bit of mountain bike too. Right on. Yeah. I've been doing, um, a bit of eye racing, this week I mounted my wheel to the base instead of having the clamp. That made a huge difference. Sure. Cause I, um, go ahead. Well, just with you having a rig, why wasn't that the first thing that happened when you were setting up um, everything? Because, uh, one, I didn't have any M6 screws handy. Okay. And then, two, like, he drilled the holes for the pedals. But he didn't drill it for the wheel, and to be honest, I didn't look at the wheel too hard. After it kept moving on me, I'm like, there's got to be a way to do it. So um, I looked, and there were holes for screws, so I slotted it, and I mounted it, and it works out very well. Awesome. Yeah. And then um, last week, Jeff Brewstead helped me to get Joe 3's uh, old-school specialized fat boy going. Cool. I'm excited because he's now riding that thing on his own. Sweet. And it fits him perfect. I don't recall what a fat boy was. Oh, I got it because it was such an oddball bike when I was a kid. And that was going to be my wall hanger. But it's um, not the factory. It's not the pro team. So I'm like, yeah, I'll just um, give this one to Joe 3 and... Well, I'm seeing if I here. I got a picture of it. I'll send it to you right now. Man, everything's so slow lately. There we go. All right, it is sent. That was produced between like '96 to '98, '99, around there. Okay. Yeah, they're they're a little heavy, but I mean, I always just like the look. I, I didn't want to race one. I just wanted one. <laughs> Hoofta. That thing, I remember him now, Joe. That is an abomination, and I'm not <laughs> at all surprised that you spent money on it. Guess how much I paid for it. Uh, you'll say it's too I, much no matter what. but anything. Yeah, anything over 5 bucks, and you got me. What is it? 35 bucks. Oh, okay. Because I, I wasn't going to pay any more than that. Right. But now if I find a nice factory a nice pro team yeah i might spend some coin on it even now i mean not ni- I, I, more than 35 dollars 
because I literally make it nice and hang it on my wall. I, I want to do that, and I want... I'm sure I've said this. I want to find a white powdered Robinson Pro Team because that's what I used to race mostly. But good luck finding one because they got recalled. And then they reshipped the frames. They're ball burnish. They they just weren't the same. You know, in, in the last year or so on this show, compared to, say, the first six months of our partnership, I've thought I've done a pretty good job to uh, tone down being judgmental, but sometimes you just make it impossible. Why? I love that bike. I just look at the thing. Anybody, like, so all seven people that are listening to this show, if you could please Google the bike that Joe is talking about right now. The Robinson? Tell him that he is out of it. No, I'm still on the fat boy. Okay. Yeah, the the Robinsons were beautiful. That was well-crafted stuff. Um, I liked it because it was this weird. This boy is so ugly, Joe. It was oh, my weird. God. Well, see, they got to be careful because if you Googleize a specialized fat boy, now it's their fat tire bike. That's what happens if you Googleize it? Yep. So um, it, you got to look up BMX. It, I know. <laughs> you, you know what's worse? So that bike, the one there is aluminum. That bike came in chromoly. I don't know how much it weighed, but it had to be like 45 fucking pounds <laughs> to, to try to equate it to um rc it's about as ugly as a stock techno body ah <laughs> uh, yeah you're not right i like ugly things all right <laughs> except for i think the techno stuff has a the designer has a style of function over form and i i feel like that bike had neither yeah but you know what, though? Jeff Brewstead helped me out. He put some new V-brakes on it. Um, there you go. He put a new, not a new chain, but a better chain on it and um, tightened up some spokes. And, yeah, no, he really helped me out with that thing because I, I don't have any tools, like specialized bike tools anymore. Sure. And then I brought it to his house. He put it on the frame stand and just started cooking. Hey, our worlds collided a little bit while I was out biking. Um, do you remember Dan Van Brammer? Yep. So I he was at the Cottage Grove Bike Park one day when I was out there. Awesome. Um, Wanted to say hello. Yeah, Dan's an awesome guy. Him and his dad used to do the videos. Remember when I put those videos up online but had to put them on private? Yep. That was his dad that made those. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Oh, that's great. His dad I had is... no idea. We could have had so much more fun chit-chatting the other day when i saw him if i knew that yeah his dad's bam bam with the white knuckle fever <laughs> <laughs> oh good stuff yeah excellent guy yeah and, uh he was just getting back into bmx racing as i was getting out of it about uh three four years ago right right so do you remember last episode i told you uh that one of my packages got lost in the mail and Amin sent another one? Yeah. So the second they sent the other one, the first package started moving again. Right. And it came to me, and then they're like, hey, you know, we see that this came. Do you have the second package yet? I'm like, no. They're like, huh. Well, we'll see if we can turn it around because that was ex- – I knew they weren't going to give it to me. I mean, they've given people some expensive stuff. Well, it just said, hey, here you go, have it. But I, I kind of knew they weren't going to do that. Sure. Well, it's stuck in the same spot again. 
<laughs> so if you're ordering from A Main, if it's not coming in an envelope, if it's coming in a box, everything's getting stuck in Sacramento right now. Sure. And I mean, it's not that big of a deal. I I waited, I don't know, three weeks or whatever for my latest A main order. And honestly, until up till next weekend, there was really nothing to do with our stuff anyway. So, right, right. Should we get um, into the stuff that's happening around her? Yeah, sure. Let's get into that. So Thursday, go on. Um, listeners should go on Lake Superior RC Car Club facebook page there are they are racing next thursday senior and i might go up there um they have new covid rules but they are racing senior and i are talking about running mini truggy i might run my nitro buggy but i don't know that sounds like work. you think you'll get enough people with four-wheel drive vehicles up there to no, race with the, the the shitty thing is is we'll have I've never to, raced that class before we'll have to race with the pro fours oh okay so they still have a contingent of Pro 4 people. Yes. That's cool. And it might not be so bad, but we know better. There, there's just as many. So there's less racers overall in Mini Truggy, but percentage-wise, there's just as many awful drivers. So You're right. but You, the, you still got to look out for your equipment, the, whether the, it's against a big, heavy Pro 4 or just against other Mini truggies. Yep, you just got to look out a little more with the Pro Force because they can do damage. Oh, for sure. Yep, but they're racing, so Senior and I are talking about going up there. Rick's, cool. Rick's Hobby Farm. So there's some alleged secret shit going on at Rick's so that they're going to have a non-advertised race next week, which would be cool, but for sure next week is practice. And then I think the week after that they're going to have a race. Because Wisconsin's um, Supreme Court is the shit. I wish ours was like, well, our Supreme Court has no power right now. They can't well, do it, this. If there, there's nobody fighting it around here. If there were people fighting it, you would probably see a similar result. No, it was explained to me. Um, since the governor our governor declared the state of emergency wisconsin's governor did not so our governor made it so the supreme court couldn't intervene type thing to where the wisconsin governor is like oh they'll just do what i say and is like no real quick so so rick should be open back and rolling here pretty quick which is awesome of them uh, the 510's looking at rearranging the pit tables. Um, who else is racing? The Hobbyplex is racing. I th no, I thought Chris was just planning on doing his deal. He, he liked what was going on outside and was going to try to stick to that for the summer. I don't know. So, he, what's, so what's up there? I don't know. Um, he was there Friday. And didn't really advertise. He just said, hey, everybody come to Hillbilly Hill. And it's like, dude, you got to give us more time than that to make plans. We have families. We can't just drop our stuff and go. Which I think he's fine. I think he's just trying to get a couple friends uh, to come over and run with them and all that stuff. I don't know what his plan is because... There needs to be power if they're going to run races. 
at Hillbilly Hill. Right. Yeah, unfortunately, things have changed and not enough people can be self-reliant for power. Right. I mean, I was thinking about getting a little generator here, but yeah. It's a, it's a great idea for everybody that races outdoors to not be reliant on the the on-site power. You're right, and you can get a pretty good generator from uh, Northern that isn't... You can get it for like 600 bucks. It's a 2200 watt. It's, um, it's not like the Honda, but it's a similar style as the Honda, so it won't blow your ears out. But, yeah. So, 510 is thinking about reopening... Um, I don't know what's happening with Hillbilly Hill. He released a schedule. Allegedly, they're going to be racing the 28th, which, depending on what the gym's doing at that point, I may or may not make it because that was one thing that was disappointing was he made the races Sunday. You know, Sundays, I, I just have too much stuff. Yep. But that's just me. You know what I mean? Maybe he saw something that I didn't that people would it'd be better for him to run on sunday and if he did more power to him i wish i could run with him so yeah but they're running down in um omaha in june they're gonna have the team associated race i was thinking about going but i have to work that friday and since i haven't been racing i'm not gonna go there with without a full day practice and all that stuff and it's just not worth it Sure. I don't But, yeah, people are opening up and racing. Um, cool. The Hobby Farm just announced their class rules coming up for the fall. So check that out. Yeah. Have you heard of any other places racing? No, I haven't. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting as, as this progresses. It'll wondering. Um, when it'll really open up, you know, when yeah. the MMRs and the dollar hobbies are going to be soon. back in it. I hope soon. Should we say, uh, should I uh, let a rumor? I'm not going to. Ah, I have a rumor I want to let go, but I don't know, man. It's just too, it's a, it's a volatile rumor. Should I pause it and ask you? <laughs> no, but we can talk about it after the show. Okay. It, it's a rumor that uh, it, it's not good. Um, let's see. What else do we got? Oh, did you? are you friends with uh, Brandon Rohde on Facebook? Owner of Live I don't Arts. think so. I don't think I know that name. He just had a really bad mountain biking accident. Thankfully, he's wearing a helmet. But that helmet literally only saved his head. Like he's got a broken neck, broken this, broken that. And he said it was just off of a small jump, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, pretty brutal. Uh, he's Where's he up. from? Do you know? Um, The Green Bay area. Okay. So, yeah, he's, he's in rough shape. So best wishes to Brandon. I mean, he's... Uh, what really sucked was his kid was with him. Oh, yeah, that's always the worst. Yep. Um, what else do we have? Roar postponed their fuel nationals, which uh, I don't know why. 
at this point. What was the site for those this year? I'm not sure. I know it wasn't close, so I look to see. I look at all the nationals, and I, I look, and I'm like, can I drive to any of these? And if it's nope, I just kind of ignore it. Yep. And it was a nope. <laughs> Oh, I'm yeah. sure I'm sure it was a nice track, but I guess they're gonna run the Enats which doesn't pull any numbers at all. A hundred right. to hundred and twenty entries. Maybe that's why they feel they can pull it off. Maybe, yeah, you could social distance at an Enats. Everybody already is. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um what else? Oh, one more quick thing. So, I listened to the new MBM podcast. He just released it on Saturday. Yeah. And he had the guys on there from that movie Flying Cars. Oh, no. So, I kind of understand why that preview is a little wonky and whatnot. I understand it a little more. Because it's coming from the eyes of a basher. Like, the guy who wrote, wrote that movie was never a racer, which is fine. Um, but he was a basher, and I think that's how he, he understood how racing happens and whatnot. Oh, I didn't even think racing was a part of that yeah uh, movie i he, thought it was just a guy going out and, like, distance jumping a car or oh, something. He, he did that a bunch, too. He did that okay. a bunch too. I didn't even know racing was involved. Yeah, racing. So the from the preview, the track worker lady basically seduced an unhappy husband to hook up with her. Is what it looks like in the preview. <laughs> okay. Um, it comes out May nineteenth. I want to say yeah, May nineteenth. Um, you get it at Google, Amazon, Apple whatever apple is now it used to be itunes it's not anymore but it's all over there i'm gonna give it a fair shot i don't know should i watch should i eat an edible first and watch it and then wa- I don't know, man. watch it re- like you know me i absolutely love motocross that yes. was kind of my entry into rc yes um i'm not gonna go see bennett's war I don't know if you're familiar with that movie, no. but it sounds like it's about the same kind of level. Yep. It's uh, and and I could be totally screwing this up because I'm just not interested in it because you know I'm 99.7% sure that it's gonna blow. Uh, guy comes back from war. Uh, he's trying to deal with PTSD. Uh, finds a love for motocross, but it's Apparently it's, you know, pretty cheesy, pretty bad. All, uh, like the Supercrossed movie that was really bad. Oh, yeah. Remember, that, Disney did Motocross. That, that was, was actually her... pretty decent. Really? The The Motocrossed one was decent. The Supercrossed one was an abomination. Uh, it was... Didn't they do a drag racing movie, too? Uh, if they did, I wouldn't have caught it. One of those shitty companies... But the, the way I'm looking at this movie, it's going to be like Rad with RC cars. And now before, everybody's like, oh, cool, Rad. Have you watched Rad lately? Yeah, it do, unfortunately, it doesn't hold up. 
No. And there's other ones too. Like I'll I'll sit myself through Winners Take All, which is the motocross version of Rad. Okay. It's from the same era. Um, there's <laughs> there's some unbelievably cheesy stuff okay. in it. Um, but I I guess I guess when when I watch a movie too, I'm not that overly critical about that stuff. You know, I don't look at an F1 movie that is fiction and you know dissect all the inaccuracies and no you know, obviously obviously i don't know sh- i don't know shit about war right so when i watch a combat film you know i don't dissect that either but um some of them are just so bad that even a casual fan can't put up with it and i just i have a feeling that's about what that's going to be but you know what um I waste my time in a lot of ways, you know, right now I'm sitting here playing a simulator for, uh, my model airplane. Oh, okay. See, I'd obviously be doing better things in the world than that. So I will sit down and waste some time probably on flying cars, unless it's going to cost me like 20 to $25. Then there's probably right. no way that it's going to happen. I'm going to give it a chance, but I don't know, man. Speaking of sitting in your simulator while you're doing this podcast, I almost hooked this up in my iRacing rig. <laughs> I don't know why you wouldn't, except for I, I'm doing it a lot. You know, I'd, there's probably been nine or ten shows when I've been flying the airplane. I'm able to do that a lot easier than I tried driving the car in a practice room one time. And Oh, it's hard. I'm not, I'm not focused on either one. Do you... So do you sit and, like, when you're running your simulator, do you sit and watch stuff on YouTube or something like that on your phone? No, absolutely not. My phone is nowhere near me unless I'm using a, a couple different iRacing apps okay, that so... are helpful while you're driving. But, no, I don't, yeah, I, I don't hear phone calls, text messages. Um, I got my headphones on, so I can't usually tell what's going on with Kim and Lucy. Okay. So I'm usually pretty well in the zone when I'm when I'm driving i racing. So I got motor or there's Motor Week on YouTube. I don't know if you're familiar with the public broadcasting show, but it's a show where they take new cars, they test drive them zero to sixty, all that crap. It's a pretty boring show, but sounds late, like it. Lately, they've on YouTube they've been having old seasons of it. Like right now, they're on season eight. So it's like 1989. It's just cool seeing all the old cars, watch him run through the paces, all that. So on on my left side monitor, I had my phone up with that on today. So that might sound horrible, but I did two races, top three, zero incidences. (laughs) I did a MX-5 race. In that damn summit course with that uphill corner that everybody spins out around. Right. I did it with zero incidences. Same with the 305 sprint at Knoxville. So, I don't know. Maybe I kind of need a distraction. (laughs) (laughs) At least until you get up up in the horsepower numbers. Well, that's the thing, too. It's... uh, So... I, I upgraded my license on um, the road cars today, and a whole bunch more options opened up, and I don't know what to buy. 
on the D license. Sure. What? Yeah, I guess my recommendation, I feel like I've made it before even on this podcast, is um, for everybody with a D license, if you do like road course racing, to get the, the BMW. Um, okay. I, I can't even remember what it yep. is off the top the of my head. It BMW might be, 12 uh, or something that? like that. BMW 12 or something like that. That would be one of the classes that it runs in, yep. Okay. So if you just go to that class and click on the shopping cart it'll automatically drag that car into it that car can also be used for imsa racing and it's a pretty damn good car on open setup okay. um, you don't have to be scared away by how it handles in that 12.0 class because that's a a locked in setup it but, is yes yeah when you use it for imsa racing it's a pretty damn good car and it's really not that difficult to get your hands on a decent setup there's there's really cheap apps out there that you can get really solid stuff. And if you don't want to spend like three freaking dollars, uh, you can still find some decent stuff out there. Sweet. Yeah. Oh, so I found a secret spot for Thrustmaster steering wheels. Um, I found them on Dell.com. They also have Logitech, but they're a bit high in the Logitech prices. They're like 400 bucks for the G29, which sounds expensive, but people right now are getting $700 to $800 for them. Um, with my wheel, I got the Thrustmaster GT300, or the Thrustmaster T300 GT, the three-pedal setup, for $400, and that's what Dell sells them for. So, right on. So, yeah, Dell.com, man. And they were the only place that, like, Micro Center was out. Because I've been trying to help friends find wheels because they've been PMing me like, hey, you said I could find a Logitech wheel or this wheel for X amount, and they're going for quadruple. Yeah. I, I, I saw my yeah. wheel for sale what for 1000 you, you know? Yeah, people it's, are gouging. It's an open... It's an open market, and people are paying those stupid prices, so that's, people are going to continue asking. That's the biggest problem. People are paying those prices, and it's not going to last much longer. Um, Logitech and Thrustmaster are going to flood the market again in June, so like your best buys and micro centers and all that will have them again in June. Yep. But yeah, it's... I saw my wheel for sale and sold for like it was like a thousand or twelve hundred bucks. It was ridiculous. That's asinine. It is. It people that do that should have to put a swastika on their forehead. I know. It's and you see the scumbags in the flea market. Well, if you don't like it, don't buy it. It's like that's not the point. It's like so if I see. Like, good example, my neighbor kid who wants to get into RC, instead of giving him that B4.2, let's say I sold it to him for $500. That's the same damn thing. You're not getting any, right. you're not getting anybody into it. You're just ripping people off. I don't know, man. It's aggravating. That's about all I got. Should we get into questions and get out of here, make it a short one? Well... Yeah, other than that, it, I, I did make a promise to get my nitro car running within the next couple of weeks. I don't know if I'll hit that target, but I'll be close to it. Um, Connor was egging me on that he wants to get out and 
burn some nitro. Um, I don't feel like going racing per se, but I'd like to go run some practice laps. And I got to get out and fly this plane too. All right. So I'll be back in RC mode here pretty soon. Yeah, it's such a crappy weekend. Yeah, yeah. I'm fine with it. You know, I'd, a weekend away from the bike park, um, getting pretty sick of some people over there. Yeah. The, the general public and whatnot. So we're the complainers are starting to make their way out, as they do at RC tracks all around the world. Yeah. It's no different. I, I agree. It sucks. It's... I'm fortunate to have a couple private spots where we basically don't let anybody out there that doesn't contribute. That's nice. Which amounts to about, you know, like a total of 12 crusty old BMX dudes. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, then you don't have to deal with any of that crap. When I was in high school, I had a friend who had pretty legit they weren't huge jumps but they were pretty good jumps they were he had a couple of five foot tall doubles and a couple of eight foot tall doubles but he had cool. a really really good run up and i i was so fortunate to be able to ride there and it's like i'm just realizing that this now as i get older it was pretty okay let's yeah, see it's a big deal it There's, is um I'm really missing, there was a semi-private spot called MGM uh, in the olden days. It was known as the old Highway 8 yep. uh, BMX jumps. And they weren't that great back in the day. I remember them from uh, 2012-ish. And then I kind of refound them again in uh, 2015 or 16. And for an intermediate to expert slash pro dirt jumper they were they were heaven nice it was such a it was such a cool area you know all wooded so you're you're hidden from the elements you're hidden from nosy people and complainers and whatnot the only stitch was you know we were on somebody else's private property oh okay. and they, they exist they existed there for like 30 years so forever nobody was doing anything with this property and maybe once every decade or so, you know, somebody would come out and plow the jumps and they'd get rebuilt. And then um, to seal the deal, I forget it, which side of the highway it's on, if it's in um, actually in New Brighton or if it's in the town next to it, um, oh. or that be Roseville. Um, but they were, quote unquote, diversifying their tax bracket right so they brought in these developers came in somebody died so they got rid of the land these developers came in made section 8 housing and that's what the jumps got plowed for so that was just kind of like a a knife in the back you know that happens everywhere it yep. sucks uh, let's see here matthew Housen. he's Hey. He, he's a host of the MBM podcast. He goes, is it over yet? Can we go out and play? Well, you're in Canada, and sorry, man, you're locked down tighter than us, so no. 
He goes, why do bodies have to be so expensive? And he's talking about drag racing bodies. Well. Probably because they don't sell any. No, they've been selling a lot, man. That's a new <laughs> I'd like to know what a lot is. Yeah, that's true. I'm doing air quotes that nobody could see. Right. Um, Allegedly, it's a new hot thing. But um, they also... Yeah, but you said that about stadium truck, and that was when five guys from Minnesota bought them, so... Five more guys have bought them. Ooh. (laughs) Dude, we almost got, like, a B-Main. Not we. Please don't say we. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um, also, they have to pay for licensing fees, like for the Nova and all that crap. That's not cheap. I, I want yep, to assume. that makes sense. That makes total sense. I remember back in the day, I'm, I know I've told this story on this podcast before, but it's apt in this situation. Back in the day, the body to run was the Alfa Romeo. And I think Protoform had the Alfa Romeo spelled the correct way. And Team Losey had the Alfa Romero spelt the wrong way. Protoform got busted. What What's funny, so they had the Stratus and the Alpha, and they didn't license either of them. And they got in what trouble. What style were these bodies? Sedan. Okay. Huh. Um, 190 millimeter. It, it, it was, nobody ever thought of it because they just made an Alfa Romeo body and they made a Dodge Stratus and... All of a sudden, they were gone because they weren't licensed. But Team Losey spelt Alpha Romeo wrong. So they continued with their Alpha for a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah, sneaky shit, but hey, I like it. What uh, class of cars was that on? Was that the... Uh, sedan. The 10-scale uh, pan car? Or? Touring car. Okay. Yeah, right. that was back in the foam days. Um, Cause did tenth scale pan cars? Did they run sedan bodies as well? Or what did they run? No, they ran twelve um, scale style bodies. Oh, okay. So late model pro or Le like, Mans prototype, like a wedge. Okay. And they had some pretty cool, like really cool oval bodies for them too. Especially back in the day, they could really get good design out of them. Right on. Uh, Ryan Knutson, racing at Rick's next weekend. Thoughts on masks? <sighs> if Rick if Rick wants you to do it and Rick's people, then you do it. Exactly. If you want... And you don't bitch about it. Exactly. If you want to race, that's a small price to pay. Because you can totally voice your protest by staying home. Right. But now my thoughts on masks in itself... Yeah, that's totally. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. What we're talking about at Rick's. Yeah, but yeah, if he he requires masks, you wear them. Um, yeah, I have some shitty People painters. Have been back. bitching for two months that they haven't been able to go RC racing. So yeah, if you can't handle putting a mask on, that's fine. Just stay home. Yeah, I'm looking at a set of masks, uh, painters' masks, right now that it'll do no good to anybody except calm their nerves. If I wear them. Yeah, well. And that's what's important. I hear you. Um, Keenan White of the No Name RC Podcast. Hey. He goes, are you able to train jiu-jitsu again? Yes, Keenan. Well, not legally, but yes, Keenan, I am. 
Um, He's a bad man, Keenan. Oh, my goodness. Got badass written all over him. Yeah. He is a rebel. No, we um, we we're rolling in a tick-filled old horse barn right now. Oh, lovely! Yeah, that sounds great. Instead of really good mats, we're rolling on carpet pad. And I picked a tick off myself on Wednesday, but you know what? I love it. I'm. Didn't realize how much I missed it until I put the gi on and started rolling. And then I did 45 minutes today. That was fun. So, yeah, I'm still rolling just, you know, kind of incognito. And I'm sure that would piss off a lot of people, but yeah, I'm done with it. You know? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's fine as long as you're with... Everybody's a, you know, healthy, consenting adult, and well, that's the thing. You know, too. there are there are things that you should do that I guess everybody should do, even if you feel like this whole thing is, you know, being blown out of proportion for this reason or that reason. The the fact remains that you know our elderly are at risk, and so we got to protect grandma and grandpa or mom and dad or yeah. whoever. So you know. Got to take extra steps. Well, here's the thing. This is the biggest thing that's been bothering me since our lockdown. Our grandparents and elderly and whatnot, they fought in fucking wars. They lived a life, all that, all that shit. And we're treating them like toddlers. Right. Now, the people in the nursing homes and all that stuff, yes, you gotta do special protections but who the hell are we if we say, see a 80 year old out at walmart you know who are we to say that guy needs protection that type of thing you, you look at some of those places too and now they're they're accepting covid patients into places like that i'd be like that same day i'd be getting my loved one out of there Oh, for sure. See ya. And that's the thing. It's it's tough. Like, the nursing home situation is tough. But if they're not in a nursing home, they don't need your protection. They've lived a full... They know better than you. They'll do what they need to do. They can survive without you. They have before. Yep. That's the way I look at it. It's, it's aggravating sometimes, Ryan. <laughs> No, it is, especially if you if you swallow the red pill and you don't even have to go down the rabbit hole very far to start getting really pissed off. You know, I'm I don't feel like going there. I know at all in this podcast because you know we know that there's so many people that aren't receptive to right. being opened up that way. Do but. you know how many times I've either wrote a really long post and deleted it or wrote a really long comment and then deleted it because that's I'm the like, best thing you can do because most of the time it's going to fall on deaf ears exactly i'm like do i really want to spend the next 48 fucking hours on this no i don't at all i don't want to be jq <laughs> at one point i thought i did 
at one point, like Danny Williams called me JQ without the car company. <laughs> but you know what? I'm a lot happier. Not right. P- seriously, like I-, I post pictures of my kids and my puppy and my other animals and my RC cars, and I just have fun. Right. Bloody fighters. Ooh, dude. I'm, that's another thing that's made me so happy. The UFC's been back. They did three cards in a week. I know you don't care, but oh man, I was so happy. No, I, I, I'm glad that I'm glad that fans of that sport are able to consume it. I um, NASCAR isn't my favorite thing to watch on Sundays, but I do sit down and watch it sometimes. Maybe more out of nostalgia yeah. than anything. Right. But I was really happy. Uh, to watch real racing today, I'm so fucking glad to not be watching anybody i racing this week. Right, I it, s- it got me through. But now that we're there, I want absolutely nothing to do with it. And it was hilarious, you know, when this thing started popping off, and that they were getting huge, huge numbers that they never even got, you know, for real NASCAR before. Yeah, proponents of i racing were saying things like oh i hope this keeps going and i hope these guys can continue you know getting recognition it's like no nobody's gonna give a flying fuck after this is over because at the end of it all it is yeah it's a simulator but it's a bunch of dudes playing a video game nobody's risking their life nobody's strapping into a roll cage there's not you know five hundred thousand dollar cars or you know that's an arbitrary yeah figure to me i'm just you know very expensive cars right out on the battlefield, exchanging paint, you know, trading paint, bending up fenders. That's always going to be, well, maybe not always. Maybe maybe someday there won't be real racing because it's too dangerous. Yeah. But as for right now, that's the stuff that I want to see. And, I mean, yeah, I'll continue looking at the highlights of the, probably the World of Outlaw yep. racing guys. Right. Because I think they're friggin' incredible. Um, but other than that, you know, iRacing can take a back seat now. For sure. Because the, the real thing's back. The only thing that happened with professional NASCAR drivers racing iRacing was Kyle Larson said a stupid thing and lost his ride, and Bubba Wallace said a stupid thing and lost his sponsor. All right. Those are the two things that happened. Other than that, I bet nobody can recall one lap. Hopefully they, hopefully NASCAR gained some fans. Hopefully, you know, we know iRacing gained a ton oh, of users. So, so hopefully they retain a decent percentage of those. You know, and they're not going to keep everybody. That's, right. That's not how fads work. So. Right. But, uh, it was, yeah, it, it was a positive thing in a time where we needed it. And yeah. now we kind of don't need it anymore. We don't. It was funny. Uh, Jimmy Johnson crashed at the end of stage one while he was leading into a lap driver and everybody on yeah. I, everybody on iRacing was like, oh, they got it from iRacing. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good because that happens so much. I noticed that William Byron went out really early in the race too, and I don't know if it was his fault or not, but I was thinking, hmm, not exactly the same as uh, driving a fake race car, is it? So in NASCAR, do they still do start in parks? I think those still exist, but I actually don't know. I think there are teams that do that. Okay. 
Yeah, because that... if not, there are teams that are out there that are like 10, 15, 20 miles an hour off the pace. Oh, they're for sure which are is, those teams. Which is essentially the same thing other than you're a moving cone right. out there, right. kind of a hazard. Yeah, the, the thing I hated about certain parks, they didn't even run the set of tires they had until they were done. Like, they could have ran 20, 30 laps, maybe picked up an extra spot or two in a caution or whatnot, but they literally ran the first lap, maybe the second lap, pulled it in, parked it, put it on the trailer, set up, my motor's blown. That always kind of bothered me. Yep, for sure. But it is what it is. You know, you, you never see any blue-collar teams become successful that way. Right. And that's what, I mean, think about this. And I know it was so long ago, but Richard Childress, he was a blue-collar guy with an okay race car that he let Dale Sr. drive, and he drove it well. And there's been other teams built up throughout the years, and they never really start in park. They just grounded grounded out, and there's been a lot of teams that died, a lot of teams that thrived. That's part of racing. But, yeah, starting and parking, I always hated that. Yep. And, you know, if, if there were more teams that could put a quality product on the track, you know, those teams would have been essentially forced out. But, you know, NASCAR's done a lot of ebbing and flowing, over the years and they've had to do different things to get through it just to have full fields. So yeah. Anyway, what else we got? Nothing. Should we end this thing? Freaking a. Yeah, I might be, I don't think I'll be able to get a race in, but I might try. All right. You're going to do some iRacing tonight? Me. Um, yeah, I should look at the schedule. I don't know if I can make anything happen. I mean, I want to, but it's late. I'm tired. I saw it. Did you say you uh, you did end up getting an Arkham Menard card car? Yes, I have an Arkham Menard car, but I sent you a text about um, Iowa, if that was worth buying, because that is the fixed setup track this week. Sure, which that'll end tomorrow. So. Yeah, I, I almost bought it again today, because I do like driving the Arca cars. They are yeah. fun. But yeah, it's a good. It's a nice stepping stone. I'm. I think I'll. I'll probably continue racing it even once I get to where I was wanting to go for oval racing. Yeah. So. Real quick, what's the Fanatec Global Challenge? I don't know. I'd have to buy the track and the cars. I think. Mm, I don't know either. I never looked into it. Um, All right. I've been. I've been pretty narrow on my driving focus for the last six months or so. Right on. You know, I've, right. Got my, I've got my F3 car that I like Sweet. driving. That thing's going to be obsolete soon, though. Yeah. They're yeah. coming in with some uh, some indie feeder series cars, which, you know, whatever. Something new. Something right. fresh. Hopefully a whole bunch of people buy them because I, I love open-wheel racing on iRacing. It's just some of it is very difficult because the, the cars are fragile and mainly... Uh, the drunk and or just South American drivers are an absolute liability out there. Have you noticed that? If yes. there's a guy with five names, 
that you just you got to stay way the hell away. Okay, so from them I, on the track. I've, I've noticed two versions of that. They're either lapping you and they're doing these ridiculous lap times. I don't know if ah, so. Like I don't know if they are, they're running the cheater software in their country because they're literally five seconds a lap faster than everybody else. Right. Which, or they crash into people. Yeah, I'm just talking about the guys that have a like a 275 i rating. Oh yeah, unreal. It, it's unreal that they're not suspended and that they're even allowed to continue driving. Yeah, but unfortunately, you know, some of them smaller series, the the requirements aren't very stringent. So you are going to have people like that in there with you if you've done a ton of damage to your i rating, which I did way back in the MX five days. Yep. Uh, we would, we just, we didn't really, me and the guys that got into it at the time, we didn't really understand the software and the guidelines and all that. And so I, I let that particular I rating go to shit. Okay. And now it's really difficult to dig yourself out of that cellar. So. See, I got all the way down. And, to... and then I'm not, I'm not putting a ton of time into it anymore either. I, about probably like three, four weeks ago, on that week off that I had from work, right. I I totally burnt myself out. See, that's so. the thing I've been grappling again lately. So I've been spending. Yeah, that's good. I've been spending way less time on it. So, all right, yeah, we'll uh, call this one, and you know, maybe we can do a flying cars review. Maybe. Oh man. I mean, maybe it's maybe. It depends. Is it? It's a paid platform. So you have like to pay for releasing it. it on YouTube. Nope, you have to pay for it. See, I and, feel like that's their first mistake. Like, first of all, the content is like relatable for very, very few people <laughs> on the grand scale. Like, how do they think they're going to get people to pay for that? Yep, so, they would have been way better off trying to get sponsors. You're you're so right. They could produce it, you know, and distribute it for free, but. You're right. We have friends that would know way more about that, actually. I guess if we posed that to Eric Swanson, he'd probably have an answer for that. But <laughs> if I got to pay 20 bucks to watch a crappy RC movie, it's it's not going to happen. The, the next episode of uh, The Losey Legacy should be just around the corner. Oh, dude, those are so good. I'll wait for that. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, if it you guys great. haven't I, seen I, The Losey Legacy, you got to do it. Yep, both of them. Episode one and two, they're both worth yes. the time. Right. They're not long, but that's the thing too. Um, so on Matt's podcast, they said, leave an honest review. They said, I don't care if it's one star, if you think it's warranted, that's kind of ballsy. Yeah, it is. Especially with, you know, how brutal people are online versus if, you know, they were at, um, a film festival talking to those people in person. So uh, I've acted. You know what I mean. I've acted in a few independent things, and I've been at those film festivals, and they're almost worse in person. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Like I said, like you said, if the price isn't right, I'm not going to do it. But if the price isn't too bad, I'll watch it. And again. I don't know if I'm going to watch it straight or take an edible or what. Maybe I'll do it one way and then the other way. Because, yeah, it's... 
or maybe halfway through, I'll pause it, take an edible, wait for it to kick it. Because, okay, have you ever seen the movie The Room? The Room? Yes. No, I don't believe I have. So it's widely toted as the worst movie ever made. <laughs> ever made. Okay. Like it's, w- it's worse than kids? Way worse. Way worse. Right. Like kids was like guerrilla filmmaking style. Okay. And that guy went went and made a movie called Gummo, which is even fucking weirder. No, the room, this guy wanted to be a star. Nobody knows how he got the money, but he made this movie called The Room. It's, <laughs> you, you got to watch clips of it. It's so awful, but it's, that's why it's so fun to, I bet he made money off of that because the people just smoking dope and watching that thing and laughing their asses off i guarantee it because that that movie is so horrible but it's so horrible that it's funny (laughs) so yeah hey uh what's up real quick we saw that uh the uh the rumors the rumors and the ideas and the what-ifs were true the the hinses built themselves a little kind of fun foo-foo private rc course so they could uh get through covid with their sanity dude it looks fun it looks old school yeah it looks like a lot of fun looks that that's just like the tracks we raced at back in the day you know i guarantee you uh alec i know alec still has a b5 rear motor car i bet that would be awesome on that right yeah it reminds me of um when you got well, I don't know if you were doing it yet, but when you the MNRC raced at the teeny tiny little track that they had in Brainerd, right next to the motocross track, it reminded me of that. Uh no, I did not race. That was in probably '06. I was. It would have been '04 or '05. Oh yep. yeah, I was a race in Nitro at that. Well, I was just not off road. I was doing a scale on road at that point. Right on. Which. Man, if the government keeps sending me free money, I might be doing it again. <laughs> no, I I mean, you got to laugh when the world's burning like that. It's yeah, it's interesting. Um I feel bad for the people that the only extra money that they're getting because they're quote unquote essential, aka expendable, yep, is that $1200 check. You know, for the a people, second because a lot of people are sitting on their asses and they're totally cool with not being at work right now because they're making more money off of unemployment plus their 600 a week COVID boost. Right. That, you know, a lot of people are making three, $400 more a week right now than they do while they're at work. Meanwhile, you know, people that are doing some pretty shitty jobs for shitty pay aren't seeing a dime extra. I saw that Raising Cane's was going to split um, a really big amount of money amongst their employees, all okay. the people that are doing that. So that's really cool Yeah, of them to do something like that because you know those folks are in the you know 9 to $16 range. And $16 if they're you know in charge of an entire branch probably not really no uh fast food managers make more than you think like when i was i'm not talking about i'm not talking about like a general manager i'm talking about like 
shift leads and yep. you know people the, <laughs> the people that unfortunately have to deal with those nine dollar an hour employees so, so when i was a shift lead at burger king i was on a thirty one thousand dollar a year salary in 2000 but that probably ended up being about nine dollars an hour they worked me like a fucking mule yeah they own you they do the salary because they put you on this sweet salary and you think oh man this is awesome and then you're working literally open to close it sucked but yeah it is what it is um yeah you know what i think about that though ryan so you have okay i feel bad for the people who are out of work that want to get back to work but the people who are out of work and who are happy that they're making more money on unemployment. Well, guess what, Ryan? The work workplace is a competitive place. And while they're sitting at home, becoming sedentary and getting soft, I'm getting better and I'm getting stronger and I'm going to eat those fuckers alive when it comes time to compete for jobs. That's well, that is that's a disgusting I image if I've ever had one implanted <laughs> in my brain by you. Seriously, I'm 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 picturing you as uh, part of the global elite right now, <laughs> literally devouring people. Pro- <laughs> you, as I was saying that, I was sitting there thinking, "Oh man, this Hillary Clinton shit." I'm saying, but anyway, no, it ain't it ain't just her. No, it's not. She's a, she's um middle management. <laughs> I'm gonna work my way up to middle manager. Yeah. Seriously though, it's those people becomes becoming sedentary. You know what? Next up for you, it's type two diabetes. Then what's up after that is my six hundred no, pound is, life. What are you talking about? Big is beautiful. You Ugh. you can't you can't body shame them like that. Yeah. Well, what's coming after that's my six hundred pound <laughs> life, and then what's coming up after that is dead before fifty. So <laughs> so keep being lazy, you fuckers. Yeah, no doubt. And the ones again, you know, there are people who are unemployed and they want to work. And I really feel for those people. I really yeah, do. Yeah, for sure. Because it's not their fault. But the people who are loving it, yeah, you're going to become more and more useless by the day. Sorry no. about that. I, I kind of had to go on a rant. And then I missed my iRacing schedule. Damn it. Because <laughs> there was a race starting at 830 Oh, well. All right, well. Seems as though we've ran out of content. Yep, we'll end this one. Uh, Thanks for listening. Listen to RC Podcasts. And, hey, support your local tracks because if they're racing, you should be there. All right, we've. And everybody else pay for flying cars and tell me how it was. Yeah. You know what? I'm, I'm halfway thinking about doing this review alone if it's too expensive. You know what I mean? Or, you know, I was going to say you should come over here, but I got, you know, we, we should go do some research and find out where my 20 or however many dollars is going once I do purchase that. Cause it's obviously it's, you know, it's not like we're starving over here. I can, I can throw down for the, (laughs) it's a principle for, for the entertainment of our for the entertainment of our few fans we got out there. Or we should go to Senior's house and watch at his place. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right. Yeah, man. that's an option too. Cool. Yeah. Let's end it. All right. We've ran out of tail and see you guys later.